Hello, my name is Lilian Ogazi and this is Nigeria Daily. Transfers, online transactions and using POS have become the order of the day, especially since the scarcity of Naira notes began. With the constant failure of online transactions with commercial banks, some Nigerians have turned to other financial apps to make money transactions and business transactions. Some believe it's safer and better and faster. And some don't trust the fact that these financial apps don't have fiscal offices or human figures to be held responsible. How many Nigerians actually use these financial apps and why? Well, let's find out. Um, I'm not using Kuda, I'm not using OP, I'm not using any of these banks you mentioned, these online banks, because not like I wouldn't want to try, Sha, but you know, I don't want anybody to chop my money. And again, is that I don't know how to, you know, operate it. I don't know how to make it. I've never really find time. I've not found time to download it. So that's the reason. Okay, I'm Oluwasomitoluwalashe, and yes, I use an OP account. Um, reason being that their transfer is very easy to do than access another um, sometimes um access bank and some other banks they won't have um what is it called network in their bank so if they don't have an um if they don't have network they won't be able to transfer but you see this open as far as they have network on your mtn or glow whatever things you are using you can transfer so i don't have any problem with them and that's basically the reason alaba is my name just to speak briefly on why i used most of these fintech banks you find around Nigeria, such as um, Ope, Kuda, um, Fair Money, etc. What you could call your microfinance bank. One of the major reasons why I use these things is because of the ease of access. Most of this microfinance bank provides us opportunity of um, ease of access in such a way that we could easily access our funds make transfers pay bills online and they've even made it so much much easier in the sense that a lot of this microfinance bank offers very customer friendly opportunities such as um, free transfers um, maybe referral bonuses and all of those stuff so um, this is one of the major or few or let me say few reasons I enjoy using a lot of these microfinance banks. I'm by name Adibes Monla. Okay, talking about the reason I use um, this fintech bank, specifically Ope, it is because it is easier, less stressful. I don't get to go to the bank to um, carry out any transaction or anything. I do it at my comfort zone. And um, considering the fact that um, this time around, we are running a cashless policy whereby there's no cash. You have to make transfer and um, considering the network issues we are having. So, OPE actually helps a lot because, in fact, I, I don't know I, I don't know how I would have survived if not for this OPE because it helps everything easy. It makes everything easy, I mean to say. Then, um, talking about purchasing things and all of that, I just make transfer and um, it's very fast. Those are some Nigerians telling us if they use other financial apps aside their regular commercial banks. How do these fintech apps make their money if they operate with zero charges and are so seamless? After the break, we would find out. Do stay.
podcast.com. That's the home of news you can trust. And features, analysis, and in-depth reports that are rich. That's right. In addition, you can get much more. But how? Let me introduce you to Trust Plus, where you can get added value. And where is that? Visit the Trust Plus portal and subscribe. You mean subscribe to become a member? Yes, and that entitles you to exciting opportunities. Like what? A chance to connect with daily trust journalists to suggest stories you want to read and even contribute in producing the story. Wow, could you show me how to get a Trust Plus? It's simple. You can visit the portal on membership the dailytrust.com now you're welcome back this is nigeria daily coming to you from daily trust in this episode we are talking about the sudden surge of nigerians and financial apps aside from the commercial banks and we are asking how these apps make their money and maintain the trust of nigerians before we went on break we spoke to some nigerians who told us why they use such banks and we also heard from those who don't trust such banks and don't use them one of the most asked questions was how these apps make their money would they just pack up one day well, let's hear from a fintech analyst as he educates us. Uh, my name is Michael Roland Omiete. I would prefer to be referred to as um, I work in the finance space, particularly the fintech space. From experience, the banking, the conventional banking system does not really have time for business owners. And let me say also um, smaller business smaller um, individuals, maybe if not business owners, individuals that run personal accounts, they would rather want to deal with the bourgeois. They want to deal with different names. I take, for example, they want to give a loan. If you are not the likes of Dangote or the likes of Otedola, nobody wants to deal with you. They give you unrealistic targets for them to be able to give you loans. But if you look at the fintech industry today in Nigeria, it has changed the whole face mm. of uh, having access to, to loans. Also, another point is um, we, are in a, we are in a very tough situation where cash is very difficult for you to deal with. And um, different fintechs have their own different models for giving access to payments, right? So another reason why I feel people are actually tilting towards the, uh, the fintech, it's um, also the fact that transactions these days have been made digital, no more cash transactions. Mm. Um, I think that's another reason. Also, the fintech gives you lots of opportunities. Um, conventional banks allows you to send money and receive money alone. But today, the fintech space allows you to have to make transfers, not only transfers. They can give you an e-commerce um, platform where you can you can have sell your your goods and your services online. You also have to get other value-added services when you want to transact using a fintech app. If you look at, for example, another platform that I represent, um, that's Prosper. We have a um, web store, we have invoicing, we have receipts. We have a lot of other value-added services that conventional banks do not give you, and they charge you very, very high for this for making those transactions. Another point is um, the conventional bank charges a lot for you transacting on their platform. Exactly. On the fintech, most people don't know. Each time I have conversations with them, they tell me that, hey, your services are these, your services are that, blah, blah, blah. And I tell them that we don't charge stamp duty. 
We don't charge you for SMS alerts. We don't charge you all of this. But and we also give you value-added services, like okay. I have mentioned. Okay, but if you don't charge for all of this now, um, how then do you make your money? So different fintech have different models on how they make their money, right? There are different models to have fintech make their money. But if you look at some fintech, they generate income. Okay, different companies have different models in which they use in making, um, they use in generating income. So I'll use Prosper, for example. All our transfers are free. And like I said initially, we do we give value added services for every person that open account on Prosper. We are a bank for entrepreneurs alone. Mm-hmm. So while we are a bank for entrepreneurs, we're supposed to give you different solutions that will be able to help you grow your business. Mm-hmm. For example, um, in conventional banks, and I stand to be corrected too, I don't think we have any fintech today that allows you to send money, receive money, and also allows you to send invoicing, allows you to have a web store that you can sell online, and um, you can also send the receipts. And now there are so many features that we have on the Prosper app. So now, how do we now make our money aside if we don't charge for transfers? If you want to um, have other value-added services, increase other value-added services, that is when you then need to pay for it. For example, we have a feature we call Teams. If you want to add a team member, you want to add up to 5,000 team members, 3,000 team members, 500 team members, aside you adding just a minimum of 10, if you want to add above that particular number, you will need to pay for that. And the team member is you adding your staff on the Prosper on the Prosper app and give them access to what you want them to do on the Prosper app. So basically, I would say it is a value-added service that the fintech space is actually delivering that okay. gives them the edge in making um, generating income for for their revenue for revenue. Okay, so you're saying that it is not exactly the um, regular transfer and receiving of cash, but the value, the extra services that they use in making their money or getting their revenue. Yes, yes. Okay, so, yes. so with how Nigerians have gotten to trust this, when you know most of these fintech apps don't even have an office, that's yes. the worry. So what is the guarantee that these people will not up and leave one day? Um, thank you very much. Um, I, I think that um, it is um, a mentality thing down here in Africa. Mm. So if you can actually have a friend, for example, you can have a friend on Facebook, you've never met the person. Sometimes it's of the opposite sex, you've never met the person, and all of a sudden something sparks in you, both of you, and you start exchanging phone numbers, start texting, and all of a sudden one of the person is visiting the other person. Mm. At that point, why was the person not scared of being, of um, having a relationship with, with that person? So what am I trying to say? The world has changed. The era we are in now, the ways of doing business has actually changed. And I feel, in my opinion, everybody that wants to be able to grow their business and also to grow with the trend should be able to move with this trend. Okay. How do you, your question again is how do you trust the system again? Yes, yes. How, do you, how are we sure that this app will not yes. up and yes. leave with so, people's money one day? So how yes. do Nigerians trust and even know the genuine ones? Yeah, so I think one of the things you have to look out for is to look out for um, testimonies of um, users of those platforms. Number two, you need to also search to find the authenticity of these platforms online. Number three, I feel you should also look out for 
if these financial institutions are licensed by CBN and if they also have um, insured their deposits up to NDIC limits. Mm -hmm. If they don't meet these three criteria, I don't think that you should be able to do business with them. And I, uh, that does not also mean that they are not good to do business with, but just to be safe so that it doesn't look like a Ponzi scheme, you should be able to look out for, for all of these points. That was Michael Rowland a fintech analyst there speaking. The world has gone digital and tech, but can the tech be fully trusted, especially with people's money? God bless Nigeria. And that wraps up this episode of Nigeria Daily. Thank you so much for listening. A big thank you to all the voices we heard on the show. Nigeria Daily is a Daily Trust production and you can download this and other episodes on dailytrust.com, bossprouts.com, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and TuneIn Radio by simply searching for Nigeria Daily. You can also listen on NAS FM, it's 9.9 in Yola, Unity FM 93.3 in Joss, Padegi Radio 90.1 in Mina and Sawaba FM 104.9 in Adeja. If you intend to sponsor an episode of Nigeria Daily, call us or send us a message via WhatsApp on 0913-893-3390. Or you can reach us via our social media handles on Instagram and Twitter at daily underscore trust and on Facebook at Daily Trust. My name is Lilian Ogazi. Thank you for listening and bye for now.